Welcome to The 618 Now, a production of the Chamber of Commerce and the O'Fallon Weekly, where we give you a snapshot of what's happening right now in O'Fallon and Shiloh. Today is Friday, June 24th, 2022, and Jessica, what's going on? It's been a minute since we've had a development update, and there are quite a few projects that have received approval. But before we get into that, we do want to mention that the Highway 50 project that we covered in last week's episode, well, that started... The work being done is causing some significant traffic delays, so you'll want to avoid that area if at all possible. As a reminder, the work being done is being done in sections, so starting at Gators Custard and then heading east all the way down towards near the McHenry Metro Replex. And these delays are going to continue from now until mid-August. So if you can, avoid that area. For sure. On the development side, year-to-date, over $31 million in new construction and renovations have been done within the city. And that's tracking pretty similarly to what we had um, in 2021 at the same time. But most notably, O'Fallon is welcoming in many new residential developments. Last week, Brandywine Garden Villas received final approval. This is a mixed-use development, which means it has both residential and commercial buildings proposed. The land is generally located at the northeast corner of South Lincoln Avenue and Interstate 64. Okay. So if you're heading south on Lincoln, so if you start at Bank of O'Fallon and you're heading south on Lincoln towards Memorial East and Shiloh, Nick, there's that infamous stoplight to nowhere. Yep. You know what I'm talking yep, about? Okay, exactly so it's it's the land right there. Brandywine will have 174 single-story villas, as well as a memory care facility, and then some retail and office building spaces. And while the garden villas will welcome residents of all ages, the intended population are for those over the age of 55. And with Brandywine's approval, this further diversifies the city's housing inventory, particularly with what they call the medical residences. So get this, in the last two years, nearly 400 assisted living and memory care units have been approved within the city. That's a lot. That is a lot. And then you add in the independent living options for those over 55, and now you've got this whole spectrum of housing available for people who want to live in O'Fallon, but they have a variety of housing and medical needs. And this need will exist well into the future because there are over 76 million baby boomers. Wow. I always knew they were a big generation, but that's a lot of people. A lot of people. (laughs) Over 10,000 people a day hit retirement age. Isn't that crazy? It is. And unlike their parents who generally lived their entire lives in the same house, boomers are used to moving. Many have lived in two to three different houses, you know, because... They generally upsize as their finances allowed and then as they grew their families. Yeah. Um, But now in retirement, they don't necessarily need or want these larger houses. They travel often and they don't want the upkeep that single family homes require. Well, think about it. Three generations of families could live within a block of one another. You know, you have the millennial generation that could buy a house in Southview Gardens. Their boomer parents could live in the Brandywine Villas. And their grandparents could live in the Brandywine Memory Care Facility That, if, if that's a need that they have. Exactly. That's right. So sort of along those lines of senior living, we're going to shift a little bit. There okay. are plans in the works to expand the community's pickleball courts. Now, Nick, do you know what the average age of the core pickleball player is? Someone who plays more than, I think, eight times a year? Given the fact that I'm not really familiar with pickleball at all. Oh, you're not? I would say, and and also given the fact that you said that this is along the lines of senior living, I'm going to guess that it's something that's probably big in the, like, 55 on up crew. 
Um, I think that's how it used to be, but the average age of the core player is 48 years old. Oh, wow. And the average age of the casual players, so people that play just a couple times a year, is 34. Okay. During the last two years, the sport has really taken off with players under the age of 24 as well. So over 20% of new players are younger than 24. So you said earlier you didn't quite know what pickleball was. Yeah. It is a it's sort of a combination of different sports. So you use paddles that are similar to those that you use in table tennis. You use those to hit a ball that is similar to a wiffle ball. Okay. You play on a court that is similar to badminton. And you use a net similar to tennis. Okay. Clear as mud. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting it. It's kind of like a giant game of table tennis. Table tennis, except your whole body's involved. Okay. Okay. There's a lot to like about pickleball, which I think is why it is growing in popularity. Um, it can be played indoors or outdoors. It's actually pretty easy to learn, but it turns competitive very quickly. Because once you learn the rules, it's it's game on. Okay. Um, it's pretty inexpensive to play. There's no, you know, like special apparel you have to wear. There's not expensive equipment that you have to buy. Um, and I think because of the smaller court size, people at different levels of fitness, I think, can find it enjoyable. Okay. But also, it's played in both school PE classes and at senior living facilities. So it's really multi-generational. I mean, can you think of any other sport where, like, your 8-year-old kid could play with your 70-year-old grandparents? No, that's actually a really good point. So the city's doing some upgrade work at the current pickleball courts in Hesse Park. They're going to reorient the existing courts so they're not facing the sun in the evening. So people should be able to play longer in the summertime. And then in doing this, it also allows for the addition of a fourth court. Um, But with this increase in popularity and I think the appeal across generations, it sounds like the city is working to add even more courts in the next few years. So stay tuned for that. Sounds good. So Jess, what's on the calendar for this week? Tomorrow is Saturday, June 25th, and it is another Vine Street Market at O'Fallon Station. The market opens at 8. There's free yoga provided by Moonbird Yoga, also starting at 8 a.m. Live music begins at 9. July 4th holiday is right around the corner. The city of O'Fallon is hosting their annual Fireworks Over O'Fallon on Sunday, July 3rd in the Family Sports Park. Fireworks will be set off starting about 8.30. Also that weekend is Bike Surgeon's Ride White and Blue, which is their annual Independence Day ride and brunch celebration. That is on Monday, July 4th. The ride kicks off about 8.30. And there are different riding groups so that people of all ages and fitness levels can participate. There's a bike ride and then brunch immediately following. So that's my kind of morning. Mm -hmm. And we'll link to that registration in the show notes. And then the following week, Saturday, July 9th, is the Jen Muller Memorial 5K and Fun Run. This is a great race for people of all ages and abilities. Participants will receive race swag, a t-shirt, and a beer pint to celebrate what would have been Jen's 40th birthday, so consider registering for that. And then heads up to any Harry Potter fans, there is an event coming to the downtown district. It is a wizard's birthday celebration, and it is scheduled for Saturday, July 30th from 11 until 4 p.m. You will be able to shop exclusive vendors from around the St. Louis and Metro East area who will be offering really unique handmade items. Downtown businesses will also have wizard-themed drinks and treats, including possibly chocolate frogs. What? Are you a Harry Potter fan? Are you aware of any of this? I'm vaguely aware of some of this. Okay. But I, not, I know nothing about it, but 
I might try a chocolate frog. I don't know about that. I'll try anything once. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, several businesses will also be hosting classes throughout the day. And then finally, there is a trivia event for the ultimate Harry Potter fans. Early bird pricing on the different ticket options end on June 27th, and we'll link to the event in the show notes. Sounds like a good time. Well, I'm going to go do a little research on pickleball, so I've got to get going. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. It's always a pleasure. This podcast is a production of the O'Fallon Shiloh Chamber of Commerce. We're a nonprofit with over 600 members, and together we welcome, unite, and promote business. Remember, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy local, and that's sort of the same thing.